Today I was talking to a client through Zoom. She was in the UK and she looked through the Zoom camera at me with these beautiful blue eyes and said, Adele, I have absolutely no idea what my calling or purpose is in life. I have no concept what I should be doing. I just know it's not this. What do I do to move forward towards what I'm meant to be doing in this life? I absolutely love this question. Hey, Adele here, and welcome to the show where we explore more things around your purpose, your passion, progress. What is it that you should be doing? And it's been said many times that the two most important dates in your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why you're here. So this question of purpose, meaning, calling, it is worth your time and energy to sit with. It's not merely a fanciful thing. It is probably one of the most driving forces towards creating a life that feels good, that feels fulfilling. I've told many of my clients that this is the special sauce rumbling underneath the operating system on which everything else flows in terms of your uh, your relationships and your livelihood. Um, and even your health can be drastically impacted if you happen to be living a life that's not in alignment with what you're meant to be uh, living or doing. And by spending some time on this, you may discover a lot of health-related problems start clearing up. I know because I worked in an integrative medical office as a healer for almost six years alongside doctors and MDs, and we got all the tough cases. And I'm happy and proud to say that by adding this line of inquiry into the journey, we saw miracles every day. And uh, I'm here to share with you some of the things that I know. Before I get into what I told my client today, I just want to let you know that I do have some small women's masterminds that are focused around purpose and meaning. What are you here to be doing as a woman? Ways to amplify your natural feminine sensuality. These are small groups that I offer. They open periodically throughout the year. They're not always open. But I do have some openings. You can go to sparkyourfemininepresence.com and either sign up for the next opening, if there is one, or jump on the waiting list for the next time I make the um, enrollment period open. So this is for you if you're tired of being drained by other people, you're a highly sensitive, spiritual, empathic woman, and you're feeling invisible, and you're just tired of feeling tired. And sometimes things look great on the outside, but on the inside, it can feel really flat. I know because I lived that way for many of my many years of my life, and um, I'm so happy I found my way through it, and this is what I now share with women around the world. So moving on to what I was sharing with my client today, which, by the way, is a very common question, because I do believe that every human really wants to know that I haven't missed the memo, you know, that I'm not... Live, leaving half of my 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 life's purpose or full, or potential on the table somewhere. We all want to live lives of full potential, and frankly, I think it's one of our biggest fears that we leave this place before fully tapping into the the, the magnificence, the full glory of who we are and what we're supposed to be doing 
And unfortunately, we don't always have a lot of good guides on how to do that. And this is the big why of why I have this podcast. So my client, I'll call, I'll call her Anne. She was quite successful. I believe she was in the financial services industry. And by all accounts, she had it all. But inside, she felt like she was just going through the motions. She didn't feel particularly um, inspired by anything. One day led into the next, which led into the next, and she was tired all the time. And one of the key things that, um, to me, indicates when someone is not living a life on purpose is a, a sense of deep fatigue. It's a type of fatigue that doesn't get better with just a good night's rest. That it's kind of a a weariness that's deep inside. And it can be hard to articulate why, especially if you've achieved everything that you thought you were supposed to achieve. And it's still a sense of a rather sort of a, a kind of an anticlimactic feeling. Like, is this all there is? Or when's the party going to start? So I encourage you to think about this one question and sit with it. If you didn't have to worry about money, if someone gave you all the money you needed to live comfortably, whatever that number is, a million dollars, five million, doesn't matter. But someone said you have all the money you need and now your job is to offer a service or product to the world for free. What would that be? What would you do if you had all the money you needed and yet you were being asked to contribute in some way a product or a service? What would you be doing? I think this is a really powerful question. Because I think sometimes people assume that once I have all this money, I'm going to sit around and eat bonbons, or maybe I'll travel the world, which would be lovely, but is that all you would be doing? Meaning, at some point, people are done consuming, and there is a natural need to start contributing. Can you feel into the difference between consumption which is enjoyable. It could be a movie. It could be a vacation. It's lovely. And the joy of creation, of contribution. And what happens is, if we don't have enough of the second, of creation and contribution, and life becomes an endless game of consumption, then people often feel like money is the solution. I need to make more money so that I can eventually have this vacation or buy this vehicle or or, or whatnot. And once they do that, even if it was pleasurable for a while, it doesn't really feed the soul the way we expect. Why? Because I think humans at our very basic soul nature are wired to want to create and contribute, and connect, create, contribute, and connect to something bigger than me, myself, and I. And doing it in a way that feels good to you is the name of the game. 
or you could call it your, your purpose, your calling. And one thing that I've noticed with many of my high-performing clients is this question of what I should be doing or my calling or whatnot, it's as if somewhere down along the line from when they were little, when, when their imagination and creativity was, was open wild and, and expressive and full, full color, 3D imagination, somewhere along the line, that got a little bit stilted, a little bit packed away. And people have, in a way, atrophied in their muscles of imagination, their muscles of fantasy, of creativity, just for the sake of thinking about what if. Wouldn't it be amazing if? Those are really good to stem sentences you can play with. Wouldn't it be amazing if? What comes to mind if all of your money was taken care of and you had a role that you were you were expected to contribute in some way, it, in, and it doesn't matter, but it would be a way that felt good to you. What would that be? Wouldn't it be amazing if? And just feel into that. Because many of my clients, it's like the, the imagination has completely shut down. They have to really struggle. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. And what I encourage them to do is be like a kid again. You know, when you were a kid, these imaginations, these dreams were enjoyable. No one told you until you got a little older that you shouldn't be dreaming. It was as natural to you as breathing. And that ability is still here. You were given this ability to imagine, to create, to, uh, to fantasize, to um, just, just imagine the possibilities. That is an innate part of your apparatus machinery that, from my perspective, in working with thousands of people around the world, unfortunately has gotten muted and shut down as not valid, not useful, you know, we, we've become very intelligent people rather than naturally creative or generative people. So it's still within you. What would you do if you had all the money in the world that you wanted and you were expected to contribute in some way? Can you imagine what that would be? And yes, perhaps consuming would be lovely. And we want enough consumption. It's not about only contributing. We want to consume as well. But just notice that at some point, with enough rest, enough sitting on the couch, enough watching movies, there is a natural impulse to want to get up, to want to engage with the world, just like a kid. When children are tired, they sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. And once they've slept enough, they naturally get up. They naturally want to engage with the world. You don't have to nag them to do that. It's a natural energetic impulse that there are times of rest and there are times of movement. We are not just one static level wave. We, we flow. We ebb and flow. So in tapping into this impulse 
you know, what, what, what would feel good to you? That whatever starts to catch your fancy, notice the qualities of that dream or fantasy or figment of your imagination or creative flow, whatever it is. And a lot of my clients assume, well, does that mean I'm supposed to do it? And I would say not necessarily, but notice what it was that started getting you excited. It shouldn't be a hard, like, oh my God, I got to figure this out. It would be like, yeah, that'd be cool. That there is actually a, a feeling in the body, a spark that would be enjoyable. I would love that. Without the mind coming in to say, oh, well, who do you think you are? Or that'll never happen. Or you need X amount of years of experience first. We're just tapping into the pure impulse, just like you were a kid. That, you know, what did you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a horseback rider, whatever. And allow yourself to rediscover that muscle, that creative engine that never got tired of creating more possibility. That part of your energetic awareness is here for a reason. It taps into the unknown, the potential, the possibilities. By definition, its job is to ping and manifest and create in a way that your brain doesn't understand and it's not supposed to. But it's as if this part of you is in the lower left-hand keys of the piano playing a bass line. And that your mind can flit about in the upper keys with logic, planning, all that stuff. And it's more useful at times to practice these two hands of a piece separately. Can you feel the rhythm of what wants to move through you without the form of, you know, you you may not know exactly what it's called, it doesn't matter, and but you might notice some themes that crop up. And there's something there. So take some time and get creative. What are the elements that tend to show up over and over? Is it time in nature? Is it time with animals, with children? Is it the written word creativity? Is it going out and working with people um, on what moves their heart? Is it taking a stand for the planet? Whatever it is, there's something there. It doesn't mean you need to quit your job today and do it. But if you get nothing out of this clip, I can assure you that most people feel better already, at least knowing what they would want. That just this exercise of turning on your creative muscle, imagination, fantasy, that it, it's enjoyable, it feels good. To get a sense of, if I could have that, that would feel awesome. That in itself helps your daily experience have some sense of, mm, direction's not the right word, but Nobody does very well having absolutely no clue what they want in this life. Life can feel very mundane. 
No matter where you are, whether you enjoy your job or you don't, or there needs to always still be more juice that wants to come in. Otherwise, things can feel very flat. Um, people don't do well without some idea of what would make them happy. And it doesn't mean you need to go do them. And you certainly don't have to tell anyone else. But you have to know what would be awesome. And you can change your mind. But get into the practice of asking, wouldn't it be amazing if? Or wouldn't it be cool if? Just start that fantasy. And notice where your natural creativity takes you. That these impulses are moving through you for a reason. They're not ego-driven as much as you would think as there, there is music of the soul or from somewhere else that has picked you to pay attention to, whether you want to pursue it or not. Just notice. You'll find some themes that feel true to you that you can start incorporating. And there are many ways to do this. This is what I specialize in. And this is one of the first things I encourage all my clients to start doing again, because the tendency is they want to get real strategic. Well, you know, do I want to be, um, an, uh, you know, beehive uh, manager or do I want to be an accountant? Everybody's looking for a form, a job description. But really your purpose and your calling is never a job description. What are the qualities in you that are just yearning to be expressed. And we'll find a way to pour it into something. But if you don't know yet, it's frustrating. And this is a type of work that's easier with a guide um, because when you're doing it by yourself or, or reading books, it can feel, our, our, our minds can fool ourselves. But in the dialogue with a guide, um, I mean, this is what I specialize in, to get people out of their ruts sooner than later, because time, although your spirit is timeless, it is also true that time is valuable. And many people have resorted to waiting or preparing for their life. And it's like, but it's already here. And you're, you're being moved every day, every day with an impulse. It, you, we don't have to dig that hard or that far to find you. We just have to help you hear the bass that your left hand wants to play because your ear keeps going to the upper registers and it's a different type of listening. It's not logical. It has a cadence. It has a movement. It has, a, it has its own form rather than narrative. So I hope this has made some sense. As usual, if you found this useful, subscribe to the channel, share it with a friend. I welcome your thoughts around this. And if you are having trouble finding your purpose, your calling, you're not alone. This is something that I specialize in because, like I said, it is what I consider the, the it's deep rumbling in the operating system of your whole life. And when that is moving in a cohesive way, Everything else can flow so much easier. Making decisions is so much easier. Taking action towards what you want is so much clearer, faster. And manifestation, whew. So 
you might, if you'd like to have a conversation with me, just jump on my calendar and we can see if we're a fit to work together or not. And like I said, if you're interested in the women's uh, mastermind where we discuss these things and really get going in a group so that you're not by yourself, I think community is very important. Just go to sparkyourfeminineprescence.com and have a look. And I'd be honored if you join us. Sometimes there's space. And if there's not, you can get on the waiting list for the next availability. Okay, until next time, be well.